Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Well, hello, everybody. It is so nice to be back to the podcast. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. The last thing I wanted to do today was record a podcast or do anything other than pout in bed. Do you ever have one of those days where you just woke up on the wrong side of the bed? I woke up today tired. I didn't sleep well last night. I was really restless and It's just been one of those days. (laughs) There's no reason for it. It's just one of those days. And as a six line role model, I wanted to start this episode with that because it's so human. And no matter how much mindset work we do, no matter how much spirituality we dive into, no matter how aligned we are, we have days where we just woke up on the wrong side of the bed and there's no good answer for it. And it was so funny because... I went out to the barn. If you don't know, we moved into our my dream farm, our dream farm, and that will have to be another podcast episode when I go into that, which is also why the audio might be off. It's a different room and I can't find my microphone. I can't find so much from the move, but that's okay. So I go out to the barn this morning and Monty, one of my horses, He had just woken up on the wrong side of the bed. It was so funny because he was calling to the horses. I walked him and his pony, well, my pony, but it's his companion pony, Oreo, out first. I turned them out and he's calling to his friends. I go back into the barn to get Loki and Skippy, bring them out. And as soon as I put them in the field, his ears are pinned back and he's just miserable for no good reason for him either. It was just one of those days, maybe he didn't sleep well. Maybe his back was bothering him a little bit, but either way, he was cranky today. And then our new bearded dragon, oh my goodness, so much has happened since I've talked to you last. I got a new bearded dragon, a red morph. She's about 16 weeks old. She's from Red Hot Chili Dragons, such a great breeder in Ottawa, Canada. So she moved in and then today she hasn't been wanting to eat a big meal at once. She's decided that she wants to eat one or two crickets here and there and then go bask in her basking spot. So that's been driving me a little bit nuts because (laughs) I'll just settle in to do what I was doing and she gives me this look that she gives me when she's hungry. Needless to say, rounding back around to the point of this story I think sometimes in the spiritual and self-development worlds, we are so conditioned to immediately want to fix ourselves, to fix the duality, to fix the quote-unquote bad mood, to fix the frustration, to fix the anger. And a lot of people, it looks like actually suppressing it, not 
being present with it at all and not even acknowledging it. And I see this a lot in the spiritual world where part of my work with clients is just being okay with feeling the full range of human emotions and accepting the duality of life, of the human experience. And the other end of the spectrum of not feeling it at all is trying to get rid of it or fix it as soon as it happens, as soon as you feel those emotions. And I challenge you to be present with it. Now, it doesn't mean sulking. It doesn't mean allowing it to just carry on and wallowing in your own self-pity. Of course not. And can you be present with the uncomfortable emotions without making them mean anything about you, without feeling worse and as though you're doing something wrong for being a fucking human? And again, this is something that comes up a lot with my clients because I tend to work with those that are established. They're high performers. They've been in the self-development world for a long time. They've been in the spirituality worlds for a long time. And part of our work together is actually deconditioning a lot of the conditioning around emotions and the human experience. So I just invite you into that and seeing duality in a new way that is part of the human experience. And sometimes it's not about fixing it. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's simply about being present with it and seeing what's there, especially if it's something that keeps coming up or a nagging back pain or reoccurring migraines, a sore neck. If the body's trying to communicate to you that something's off, rather than trying to fix the emotion or repress the emotion, how can you actually be present with it and allow your body to lead you and show you what might be there for you? And yet, if you treat yourself as every time your body tries to communicate with you, you shut it down and try to fix it, you're never going to actually be able to communicate with your cells, to communicate with your body and see what's held in the body and what's trying to be shown to you. All right, so that's not even the point of this episode. I can go deeper on that in another episode. I want to dive into marketing today based on the profile lines. Now, this is something I go deeper into in Your Unfair Advantage, which is one of my favorite courses that I've created, I have to say. I think it was the last course I launched in 2022. It's been one of my favorites to do. We go deep into that on day two with profile and the voice of your brand. And we look at the actual profile lines together. Today, I'm going to talk to you about them separately. So we'll do the first line, the sixth line, but we're not going to look at each profile itself. And the reason why I'm so obsessed about talking about the profile lines is when we look at the profile lines, we're looking at your public role. That's what Ra Ruhu called the profile in BG5, which is a business application of the human design system. When we take your public role, we can look at how people need to see you to stop the scroll and realize that you are their person. This is the most core foundational piece of marketing and copy. And I often get people that come into my world and they say, you know, what's the go-to strategy or the perfect funnel or the this or the that from a strategy perspective. And while strategy is required in business, if we aren't even positioning ourselves in a way that aligns energetically with who we're meant to be and how people are meant to see us and allows us to have this crystal clear clarity 
on who we are relevant to and why we are relevant to them, if we don't even start with that, you can have the quote unquote perfect strategy or perfect funnel And I can guarantee it's not actually going to convert. And this is why a lot of people spend a lot of money and a lot of time or even hire the experts to teach them the strategy or even hire someone to do the strategy pieces for them. And they're not seeing an ROI. They're not seeing conversion. They're not seeing their community grow. And it's because you are missing these fundamental pieces in your business, which come back to how are people meant to see you and how do you position yourself in a way that aligns with your energetic frequency and the most fundamental piece of that is your profile it shows you how people are meant to see you in a way that works with your energy and when we are out of alignment with that and we'll go through and I'll show the comparisons with each line. However, when we are out of alignment with that, what you end up doing is causing static in your messaging. And my mastermind iconic, it's this badass six month, truly iconic mastermind, high level mastermind I have for powerful leaders and change makers. What I've said to everyone in there and I keep drilling home is if you don't have a team for marketing, you, are the marketing department in your business. You are the copywriter in your business. And even if you are desiring to hire a copywriter or even a marketing department in your business, knowing how to position yourself is critical, again, so things are converting. And a lot of people aren't thinking about this. And a lot of people aren't putting any energy into understanding how to write and understanding how to leverage their energetic frequency and their profile to increase conversion. And at the end of the day, if your business isn't making money, you have a hobby. And good people do really fucking great things with more money. So we need more money in your hands. And I desire to give you practical tools as a role model to help you increase conversion in your business. That is why, and I wanna preface it with that, That is why this is so critical to understand. And if you've never heard about positioning before in business, it's truly not really spoken about in spiritual communities. It's told, just let the message be the message and just speak from soul. And the reality is that isn't enough. It might be enough in the beginning. And that is something that I say to my clients that are brand new to business And they're not even used to getting a message out because I can't help refine something that isn't even there. So sure, in the beginning, I might say, just practice letting the message out. (laughs) And that's only going to last for so long. We have to make sure that we are positioning you properly. All right, so let's just dive in. Are you ready to dive in? Let's dive in. What we're going to go over today is the profile and how people are meant to see you. So line one, you are marketing as the authority figure. This is critical because a shadow frequency of the first line is never feeling expert enough. It's feeling as though you never have that solid foundation because truthfully, you're not really meant to. However, when you're showing up from that place of always seeking more of a foundation, always seeking more before you step out as the authority figure, well, the problem is no one's ever going to see you as the authority figure. It is critical in your marketing that first, regardless of type, you see and recognize yourself as the authority figure in your niche. You see and recognize yourself as the authority figure in your mastery 
and you position yourself as such in your marketing and in your copy. So some tips I have for you if you are a first line is one, leverage ways to be seen and respected as the authority in your field. This could be being invited to other people's masterminds or programs to speak as the authority in a subject matter. Tip two, don't be shy. Show the process of your area of expertise, teach the essence of how things work, and really demonstrate that you know your shit. (laughs) You are truly the go-to expert in your field. And be solid in what you know, because if you're shaky, no one's going to believe that you're actually the authority. Tip three, if you are a first line, is allow your boldness to take center stage in your marketing. That is going to provide security for others and put others at ease. Again, they're coming to you because you are an authority figure. Think of this like someone going to hire a cardiologist for their heart problems. Are they going to hire someone that is shaky in who they are or says, oh yeah, you know, I could do this, but you should really hire Sally over there because Sally really knows her stuff and God only knows I don't really know what I'm doing here. (laughs) Like no one's going to hire that cardiologist. They're going to hire the person that's an authority figure, the one that really knows their shit and isn't afraid to own it. The one that's bold in claiming their expertise and knows the process that they're walking you through. That's who they're gonna hire. So I want you to think of that in your marketing. Are you being the cardiologist, the dermatologist, the neurologist, or are you trying to be the jack of all trades instead of really claiming that mastery? Claim your mastery, draw your line in the sand, and market yourself as the authority figure in your niche. That is how people need to see you in your marketing. Now, line two. We're going from someone with the foundations to the natural. Line two is marketing your natural talent. If it's easy, it's likely best. Now, I want to say something here because a lot of people take this as, well, I only do things that are easy in life then and I don't do anything that challenges me. That's not true. There's going to be a lot of things in business that are going to challenge you and that may not come easy. And sure, you can hire people for those roles, However, if you're not in a position to hire someone, that has to come back on you. It just can't not get done. What we're saying with marketing your natural talent is your personal brand, your business, is rooted in what comes easy for you. This is your natural talent, your natural gifts, your natural genius. It's very different than the first sign. The first sign is this studied air. This is the person that went to university, got their credentials, studied and created this foundation. You are the natural. So market your truest nature and bring through your pure, unbridled passion for what you do. When you are passionate about what you do, that's going to be contagious to everyone around you. And something to keep in mind with the second line as well is listen closely to what people recognize and admire about your skills, your talents, and your abilities while at the same time having discernment that you're not being pulled off track and feeling as though, well, they recognized me for this, so maybe I should sell that. Maybe I should create a program on that. And this is where a lot of second lines get off track and create random ass product suites in their business and make their business much more harder than it needs to be and leads them off track is 
everything people recognize them for, they start to get pulled out of their zone of genius. Stay anchored in who you be, stay anchored in what you do best, and own those natural gifts and those natural talents. The reason as well, it's so important for you to stay grounded in that and who you be, allowing your truest nature to come out, is in doing so through your copy and through your marketing, you give other people permission to simply be themselves. And what greater gift is there to give your community and your clients than the gift of showing them that their power actually resides in just being themselves and letting their gifts and talents out. So that's why it's so important to stay true to who you be and really leverage who you be in your marketing and your copy. Now we're moving over to the line three. This is marketing as a pioneer and an agent of change. There's a difference here between the second line and the third line. The second line dances through life. It doesn't mean you don't meet hard times, but is there is this dancer quality of how you move. The third line is the person that's walking down the street and while the second line dances over a hole in the ground, the third line falls to the bottom. Now, the benefit of the third line falling down through that trial and error process is the third line gets the gold that was the bottom of the hole that the second line just danced right over. So that's the polarity between the second line, which is the natural, and the third line, which goes through that trial and error process and is able to leverage themselves in marketing as a pioneer and agent of change. So how do people need to see you as a third line? People need to see you as someone that's streetwise and gained life experience. Leverage that in your marketing, leverage that in your copy. My line three clients really leverage the experience they've gone through showing and storytelling what does not work and then demonstrating their solution. And when you can bring that through in your marketing and copy, you're really going to radiate from the inside out and be magnetic to people. Because while the second line is giving people permission to be themselves and leverage their natural gifts and talents, what you give permission to people for is to trial and error that it's not bad to scrape your knees, to fall down, that that's where the gold is. Yet people don't know that if you're not sharing it. So it's really important in your marketing and copy that you're showing, this is my solution that I have, this is how I solve your problem and the transformation I create, and the reason I know this is because I've been there. And don't just tell people because I've been there show them, explain to them, bring them on the journey and really nail your storytelling. While that's important overall for copy, it's going to be that much more important for the third line to bring people into your world and the road that led you to where you are. Richard Rudd also talks about this humor and the third line being able to make people laugh. And again, I really believe this is because you give people permission to mess up and you have this resiliency and this lightheartedness about having fallen down. Very different than the sixth line who lacks that resiliency, even though, yes, what we hear is the sixth line operates as a third line for the first 30 years. The sixth line does not have the resiliency that the third line has. So really leveraging that. Again, as I said to the second line, what a gift you can give people because no matter what, 
being human and in this human experience, we're going to mess up. We're going to fall on our face. We're going to get things wrong. And what a gift you can give in your marketing that you are an agent of change because you've been there as well. And it's okay to have been there. And you bring us a solution to that. So really focus on how your solution solves people's problems and creates a transformation because you've been there and you've done the trial and error process. Third line that does this is going to nail their marketing. And one of my favorite third lines, I'm going to shout her out here, a longtime client, one of my best friends, is Ashley Vincent of Ashley's Light. You wanna see someone nail the third line marketing, she nails the third line marketing. Let's move on to line four. When we're looking at line four, you are marketing as the influencer slash networker. Now, I think the word influencer is taken on a little bit of a its own life, especially in the online space. This isn't about being a social media influencer. What Ra Ruhu referred to the fourth line as in the business capacity is the influential networker. And he kind of broke it down and called it influencer and networker at various times. But essentially what we're looking at is the influential networker where you externalize your wisdom and you have this incredible influence on your network. So the biggest thing when we're looking at the fourth line in business and in marketing is people need to see you as someone putting service first. People need to know that you actually give a shit. <laughs> Richard Rudd describes the fourth line as someone bringing the heart back into business. And I think of myself, this is a message I bring to my clients all of the time. When they get a little bit hyper-focused on the results, I always bring them back to service. And it's such a fourth line quality that I carry naturally. I bring them back to service. I bring them back to how can you serve people today? How can you bring more value than anyone else in your niche? That's Again, such a fourth line way of looking at business and looking at marketing. When we're looking at the fourth line in business as well and in marketing is people do see you as that go-to expert and then they refer you to other people in their network. So this is really important. Networking is huge for the fourth line. Being the hermit or trying to be the lone wolf will work against you, especially as a fourth line. It'll work against anyone in business because... I don't know how you're going to grow your business if you're trying to do it completely by yourself without getting to know anyone or networking. However, it's going to be that much more impactful for the fourth line. Speak from your heart and stir the emotions of others. Sometimes this will be uncomfortable. Sometimes you're calling things out. However, it's that very nature of you, the pure authenticity and your directness that allows your message to land with the right people. And I don't know, if you know me well, that might make you giggle a little bit because I am so direct and so authentic in how I speak and show up that I'm really not right for a lot of people that require hand-holding or kind of kid gloves. There's definitely this fourth line that, yes, there's this innate friendliness of the aura and your power in your marketing is being direct authentic, and through that, stirring the emotions of others. And people really do need to see you as someone that puts service first and is the go-to expert in their niche. And I'm just going to back up actually one step. Being the go-to expert in your niche is important. 
Yes, it's going to have more of an impact on certain lines, a fourth line, most certainly, because how do you refer people and spread someone's name and networks if they're kind of the jack of all trades? Yet this is a conversation I have with my mastermind clients and Iconic all the time. They often ask for specialist referrals. Well, I never refer them the jack of all trades. I never refer them the someone that kind of sort of owns who they are, but not really. I refer them people that are masters of their craft, those that are the go-to experts, the top cardiologists, the top neurologists, the top dermatologists. And I'm not referring obviously medical practitioners, but I think you can get where I'm going with that, right? It's the top person for helping with copy, the top person helping with funnels, the top person helping with whatever the case may be. So that's going to be even more important as the fourth line. My business has blown up like wildfire because within my networks, I've very quickly become known as the human design queen and the go-to person for human design. That's how my business has grown. And therefore working with my networks, getting to know people and being the influential networker, my business has continued to grow. So that's just something to keep in mind, of course, for all lines, more important for the fourth line as well. Line five, we're moving over from the influential networker to our solutions person. So line five, it's all about marketing as a solutions provider. You provide solutions to a very specific problem and people need to see you as someone with practical solutions and a strong leadership within those solutions. Now, one of the most important things that I say to my fifth lines, and sometimes this can be hard to hear, especially if you're coming from the dare I say, more feminine flow, anti-business strategy side of the internet, because that side of the internet has really said, you don't need a niche, you don't need a direct message, just create whatever you want. And sure, there's some lines that can get away with that more than others, although I still don't recommend that approach to business. This is really detrimental to the fifth line. When you lack boundaries and when you lack really claiming the solutions you provide for a specific problem, what you open yourself up to is being burned at the stake. What you open yourself up to if you try to be the jack of all trades is one, potentially your marketing and copy not landing with people, but two, if you're just trying to save everyone as the savior, which is something the fifth line is known as, you can't know it all, no one can. And your reputation is critical and it'll take the hardest hit if you're continually trying to save people, be the jack of all trades, and you're not providing actual solutions for people. One of the things Raw used to say was people will burn you at the stake. So be cautious of the projections of others and really claim your out of the box answers and your out of the box solutions. Provide those practical solutions for people. The more practical, the better it's going to resonate. Be very clear and direct about what you actually offer and the solutions you provide because people do need to see you as the person with practical solutions to something. And also ensure you are balancing listening with action. Otherwise, people won't feel seen by you. The fifth line can get really tunnel vision into this leadership role and then actually not be providing solutions that their community desires. So do balance that listening with action let your community know that you're listening. And again, have those boundaries. It doesn't mean you have to save everyone in everything. Claim your expertise and claim your 
practical solutions. Something I say very often to my clients is listen, then innovate. And that's going to be even more important for the fifth line. We don't want to listen, then regurgitate. Listen, then innovate. And finally, we have the sixth line, marketing as a trusted role model. When we're looking at the sixth line, people need to see you as the role model, a natural objective leader. This is very different than the fifth line. The fifth line kind of comes in, fixes things, and then gets out of dodge. The sixth line is very much this energy of, I'm in the trenches with you. I'm an objective, natural leader. I'm the role model because I've been there too. What's really important in your marketing as a six line is sharing the vision you have and allow that vision to challenge people's worldviews. A note of the six line, which is really important, is your vision may feel ahead of its time. This is what I hear a lot with the six lines. My vision is ahead of its time. People just don't get it or people need to catch up. Well, I wanna tell you something that might sting a bit. If you're waiting for people to catch up, you're also waiting for your competitors to catch up, which means you're actually going to be behind the curve and always playing catch up to the true leaders who are not just seeing the vision and are ahead of their time, however, anchoring it in the present moment and using language and words that their community is using so you actually connect with people. It's okay to have a vision that's ahead of its time. You must bring the language into the present moment and close that gap for people. Paint the picture, help them see the vision and the future you're bringing forward for them. The final thing I want to mention for the six line in terms of marketing and positioning in your copy is that you are the living example. It's going to be critical in your marketing and your copy that you're positioning yourself as a living example, which means you have to tell your story. Again, this is so important for everyone if you're building intimacy with your community and building that raving cult tribe. However, it's going to be even more important as a sixth line because how can you be the role model if you're not actually sharing your story? And it's not enough to say, I've been there too. Where have you been? How? Why? When? <laughs> what was the result? Show people, bring people on that journey with you. Just like the third line, how I was saying, really paint that picture of the experiences you've been on. The first 30 years of your life were marked with trial and error. Bring that into your copy. Bring that into your marketing as you position yourself as the trusted role model. And again, copywriting and bringing the message through in a way that resonates for every line is going to be really important. Storytelling is not exclusive to only the sixth line or the third line. It's just going to be that much more important because how can people connect with you based on your lived experience if you're hiding your lived experience? The final thing I want to say about positioning and marketing today is be aware of shiny object syndrome. Shiny object syndrome is pulling people away from their truth, from their genius, and it's really creating these scattered product suites which make business so much harder than it needs to be. Business is not meant to be constantly exciting and something new. In fact, you're not going to build a million dollar plus business if it's constantly exciting and new. What you're looking for is refinement. 
refinement like the jaguar, looking at what is working, what's not working, what you can do differently next time. If you're looking for excitement, gain a hobby. Go buy a horse, go skydiving, do something as a hobby to get your, what did my mom used to say? Your jollies is what my mom used to say or says still. So if you're looking for that excitement, get it elsewhere. What I often say to my clients is that, yes, the entrepreneur piece of you, that entrepreneurial heart is very creative. And we often never shift into a CEO mindset that allows us to deepen in our mastery and deepen in our business. So what ends up happening is someone continually pivots or changes direction, changes positioning, and changes what they're doing and wonders why their business is stagnant or maybe even going backwards. The most important thing you can do is develop influence over yourself, your thoughts, and your inner world. If you can't develop influence over yourself, your thoughts, and your inner world, you're not going to be able to have influence over other people, no matter how much you know about your human design and no matter how much you know about business. You must have influence over yourself, your thoughts, and your inner world first. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give it a share, leave a review on the podcast, and screenshot Tag me over on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. I love seeing how the podcast is impacting you guys. And right now in the business, the only way to work with me is through Iconic My Mastermind. I am going to have a high intensive six week consulting option coming up using BG5. This will be exclusively for those that are currently sustaining a minimum of $10,000 months in their online business so that we can tweak and refine rather than start from scratch. So you can keep your eyes open at ashleybriannaeve.com or again over at I am Ashley Brianna Eve for that one. Or if you're interested in Iconic, you can check out the website or DM me to learn more. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.